Welcome back to Pop Culture, where we watch things in pop culture and we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching The Mighty Ducks from Disney. Not the, the hockey playing humans, but the hockey playing ducks from Puck World. Yes. This is episode 13. 14. 14. You sure? Yes. We already did 13? Yeah, you're right. Okay, my bad. Uh, it's the return of Dr. Droid. Combined, we know exactly what's going on on this podcast. Yes. That's why there needs to be at least two people on a podcast. Uh-huh. Could you imagine doing this by yourself, though? <laughs> yes. Watching this and then ranting about it? I can, but it wouldn't be, like, listenable. No. I mean, it's barely listenable now. Right? I'll try my best, though. You um, do, do you really try. You fail, but you try. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck you. Um, do you remember Dr. Droid? No. He looked like Cockknocker from uh, <laughs> Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. And he tried to steal all the robots? Is that what he did? I don't remember. I also don't remember. He had a big robot that fell on him, and they found his body, but not his head. And they're like, well, that's that. Was he shrinking robots? He did shrink ducks. I don't think he enlarged robots. He enlarged robots, but shrunk ducks. Okay. Yes. That's what happened. Right. And then his head escaped at the end. Yes. So he's back now from outer space. He came back with t-shirts for everybody. Um, so we open up. Mallory and Tanya are talking about the duck starbird. She, Mallory's been... Not Mallory. Tina, Tanya. I, I get them confused and I don't know why. Because they're women, Sky, And you're that <laughs> part of the internet. Yep. All lady ducks look the same to me. Yep. Um... But Tanya's been tinkering, and she made two more toys for you to buy. I mean, vehicles for them to use. And did it. And we cut over from there to Captain Comics, where uh, Duck Orange, Wildwing, and Nosedive are going because reasons. And they have alternate jerseys on that have... They're casual jerseys. It looks like they're away jerseys, maybe, except the symbol's different. And instead of the cool Mighty Duck symbol with the hockey duck face and the crossing sticks... It's got, like, a, a, a straight-on duck mask, but it looks like a ditto. Yeah, it doesn't, this, that, duck, that mask doesn't translate well to straight-on. It does not. It, yeah, it looks like a ditto with waving at you with both arms and kind of angry because its eyes are red. You, uh, maybe they just got back from an away game? We've actually only seen them, like, go on a leave to go on an away game once in this se- series so far. I, okay, yeah. They, they didn't even make it. They got yeah. caught in that town. Why wouldn't Tanya and Mallory be with them? Where's Grin? Well, maybe they just got back from the away game and Tanya and Mallory are like, we're going to go look at these new things they built. And these guys are like, we're going to go to the mall. And Grin was like, you can't afford Brad Garrett for more than three lines this episode. <laughs> he recorded them when he was here last episode. He went to go do his his true calling, nothing. Uh, or be in Everybody Loves Raymond and make I meant Grin. Brad Garrett can do oh, whatever. Okay. I, Grin, Grin the character... Uh, doesn't do things no he thinks about doing them and then thinks they're above him beneath him i don't know he's i don't like grin yeah he doesn't do stuff uh so they walk into captain comics where mookie and thrasher live i assume they live there i don't know why they wouldn't and uh they pop out with super soakers and they squirt them with goo um but because that's how you greet customers and especially alien ducks yeah, they could, they could have seen this as a threat and shot their faces full of exploding pucks. Yeah. Or just regular pucks would kill humans, too. Yeah. 
You're very soft skulls. Yeah. Everything on your face is breakable. The skull itself is pretty pretty strong, but like your eyes, your nose, and your teeth, that shit will all pop out. Your skull's pretty strong unless you're taking a barrage of hockey pucks to <laughs> it. Yeah. Fired from guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm just but, saying, they're not that strong. True, but like the eyes, nose, and mouth are especially not strong. Yeah, those break first, and then while your face is, uh, you know, there's a big hole in the front of your face, your skull slowly caves in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A long, awful death is what we're getting at. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably alive for a lot of it. Yeah, too much of it. <laughs> then you choke to death on your own blood. Yeah, um, for sure. But no, nobody, they're not as mad as they should be for being covered head to toe in goo. Uh, Nosedive is actually kind of into it. Yeah, it's a freak. Yeah, he's gross. Uh, but the two of them whipped up this goo to prevent them, people in general, from being controlled by, I don't know, some sort of aliens. They say they did it in the lab? Right? Something like that, I guess. Are they in school, or are they just people who have a lab? They're probably just the back room is what they refer to as the lab. Okay. Um, and uh, the ducks are like, okay, well this sucked, we're leaving. Well, they have to get to practice. <laughs> I guess. But whatever. Uh, Duck Orange says something about a dry cleaning, though, as, as you know, you will in a cartoon when you're making jokey jokes. So, meanwhile, in the Technodrome, Phil has brought some lady down there. Her eyes are super-duper evil. She's wearing a, a, a suit with a skirt. Um, and right away, the music cue tells us that Phil wants to bang this lady. Yeah, it's sexy music. He wants to get uh, his squish on. <laughs> Gross. Slap wets with this lady. Gross. That's the worst thing I've ever heard to describe sex. <laughs> yeah. Including back when Step by Step was a thing, I once heard <laughs> uh, one of the the characters on the show refer to sex as the horizontal Macarena. <laughs> Would you believe this is not the the first conversation about Step by Step I've had this week? <laughs> that is surprising. Uh. Then you remember I'm friends with Furby. Yeah. <laughs> and I talk to him pretty much constantly. So. And eventually Balky was on that show, and you're, you've been watching Perfect Strangers. So well, he's not Balky, though. He's, he's a different character. Uh, I don't know the, the actor's name, though. Brian Pinchon. Sure. Pinchon. I think it's Pinchon. Pinchon? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Furby and I talked about... Uh, a friend of the show, former guest, John Furby, and I talked about Step by Step, because he is currently watching Step by Step. I see. And I watched some of it this Christmas time. You reel into Brian Duffy? Uh, yes. Suzanne <laughs> Summers. Uh, has he gotten to the episode where Brian Duffy dresses up like Garfield to fuck Suzanne Summers? I don't know. Is that a thing that happens? It is. Well, he has a hat that he puts on. It's a kitty cat hat. Oh, it's not like a full costume? Like well, he doesn't get the full costume out. He just puts the headpiece on. Believe it follows an episode where Suzanne Summers was dreaming about the family trying to kill her, and then uh, Brian Duffy's like, "I know what'll take your mind off it," and he says Garfield because he went to sleep reading Garfield and she went to sleep reading some sort of murder novel or something, and he's like, "It's Garfield," and she says, "Oh, I was hoping it was sex," and he says, "Oh, it is," and he puts on the Garfield head and then he fucks her. You should tell me about another episode of Step by Step. There's an episode where the feminist daughter of Suzanne Summers wants to go to a show at a seedy bar, and it was at the point where Cody, who was a cousin of the family, 
Yes. Uh, wanted to fuck her still. Um, and he didn't trust that she'd be okay. So he went after her anyway, even though she said not to. And then there was a very long fight scene where Cody beat up a bunch of dudes. And then it looked like Cody was going to get the shit kicked out of him because like six guys grabbed him. And Brian Duffy strolls in. And then Brian Duffy and cousin Cody fight a bunch of dudes. And then it ends with Suzanne Somers hitting the guy who played guitar in the head with his guitar. Uh, I was gonna ask you. You didn't think I could do it, could you? But uh, that that sounds bleak. I don't want any more of that. I don't know what step by step is anymore. Uh, Remember when TJF just had those weird fight or fight episodes? Yeah, I think they all have one. Urkel has one. Urkel has more than one. Yeah, there's one where he turned himself into Bruce Lee, and then a different one where he turns him and Carl into Bruce Lee. Remember the remember the one of those where. uh, what was the, was there an Aunt, Aunt Jackie or something? Or... There was I'm like going to need a lot more the information. The other lady who like lived in the house with the with Laura and the family. Are we still talking about family matters? Yes. Okay. And the, and she had that like. Richie, the little boy. Yeah, but she had that like he restaurant and like that gang showed up. Oh. And like wrecked it because that... they told them to get out or something. I don't remember that specifically or in as near as much detail as I did by step by step, but I do remember that happening, yes. Uh, yeah. I also remember a gun episode of Family Matters where uh, Urkel, at the end, they had like the PSA where Jaleel White was actually talking to us as a regular person. As Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, but he was still wearing the Urkel stuff, so it was super weird to hear him talk like a regular human man. <laughs> He just took his glasses off and they were dangling around his neck. It was weird. It really broke it for you, didn't it? Yeah. I couldn't believe in Urkel anymore after <laughs> Do you remember the Isetta that he drove? The silly little car? No. Uh, it was silly and little and the entire front opened up. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, I do remember. Turned it into a drag racer once. Do you want to talk about the Ducks instead no, of not TGIF? Really. I wonder, for every TJF show that we remember... I wonder how many that we have completely forgotten. Well, I remember You Wish, which had a genie in it. Okay, maybe I mean the general public and normal people. I remember Teen Angel. I remember that because you never stopped talking about it. Yeah, I really liked that one. It was really dumb. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ducks, Phil brought a lady down uh, to the Technodrome to show off, and he turns off the security system. Um, I guess he does... He, they let Phil know what it was, I guess, for some reason. I mean, I guess he owns the building this is under. Or Maybe. something. So, so, this is an entirely separate building, though. But it's underneath of his building. It's so? like on his land. I mean, when you own land, do you own, like, all the way down to the Earth's core? or Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. I mean, clearly it works. What did you see? He, he knows the codes. So are they paying rent to this fuckface? No, I think they're just winning him a lot of money. I'm sure he's doing a bunch of side bets. Mm, probably. Uh, so the sinister lady uh, links arms with Phil, and we jump back up upstairs to the ice rink where the ducks are practicing. Uh, Wild Wings being a cocky douche, he's like, can any of you get a shot on me? And Grin says, it can be done. Hits a puck really hard, shattering Wild Wings' chest. Well, sh- just shattering the, the... The pads? The pads. I was going to say armor, but I didn't think that was what I was looking for. It's not not armor. Right, it's just on the technical term. Yeah. 
Oh, we forgot to mention, uh, the lady waltzed downstairs, futzed around with Drake one, and took a thing out. Yes. Um, so, all of a sudden they appear up where the ducks are practicing, and Phil makes no attempt to introduce her. Uh, and then she also doesn't, in, like, say hello. She just says, I'm leaving, goodbye! And Phil is clearly smitten with her, and she smooches him. Still extremely sinister look in her eyes. Yeah, anytime you see her straight on, you can tell how evil she is. Yeah, The ducks are all surprised that uh, they, she smooched him. Yeah, that anyone would kiss Phil. Probably because she's a moderately attractive lady and Phil is just a garbage bag that's come to life. Well, yeah, and these ducks, can they have a sense of smell, and they know what he <laughs> smells like. That's fair. Probably real cheap at Brute. He probably smells like Brute. Brute, but also there's probably, like, real bad onion breath in there. Oh, sure. I, he probably still has terrible body odor. Yeah, he's probably, he seems like one of those people who, no matter how much deodorant he puts on, he still has to be out. <laughs> it's all the sweat from his asshole. Yeah. So, uh... You gotta you got deodorize your asshole. When you're that sweaty, sure. Phil had a flower in his lapel, and he walks away tearing off the petals, doing, he, love me, love me not. Um, and we cut over to the us place? I don't know if it's, what it is. I don't know what it is. I th- I guess it's the, what do they call it later, like technological tech or something like that. Yeah. So I guess it's there. But I don't know what it does. There's like, it... We cut inside it, and there's a bunch of stuff just in there, and then we see Dr. Droid, or at least his head, sitting on a robot body that he built for himself temporarily. It's got arms. It looks like an ice chest. He's mad that people exist. Using this robot body, he also built a weird, like... Uh, supercomputer with an with a sphincter that'll talk out of it. Yeah, it's got an anus in the front and like a New Year's and a party in the back. The top. I don't know what its deal is. <laughs> I don't know either, but its name is J seven six four one two. You know, like numbers because of robots. I mean, I guess since Doctor Droid is mostly robot, it's probably easy for him to remember that name. Probably, he's got a ro or a, a human head, except for the robot eye. And, like, the head scarf he's wearing. Or head sock, rather. Uh, so he's going to use the supercomputer to control all machines, which, sh- sure. And then the lady walks in, and she's holding a chip, and she's like, I took the chip that we needed. You said a lady, as if it was a different lady than before. Right. Well, it's it might be. One, it's Trina, the one we've seen. Right. Um. So apparently this shitfuck could build himself a robot body when he was just a head. And also a supercomputer using that shitty robot body, but he couldn't make enough RAM to run the machine. He had yeah. to steal a chip from the ducks. It says it says that it needs more processing power. Yeah, so he stole the CPU from the Drake one. It's very dumb. So I guess presumably that chip is something the ducks brought with them, right? I would assume so. And isn't something that can be obtained on this world, otherwise you would steal it from somewhere much easier than the fortress... To be fair, enemy. it was pretty easy to do. Well, yeah, it's true, but imagine how much easier it would have been to go to Radio Shack and mm. just kill everyone there. Could have just stolen six of them and made this thing even more powerful. Exactly. You didn't, you didn't have to suck Phil's dick to <laughs> I don't care who this lady is, that's disgusting. Yeah, she probably didn't have to, though. She probably she just... doesn't have to, she chose to. <laughs> uh, Phil's probably real quick, so she probably only had to do like an over-the-pants hand, over handy. Uh, no, I think she put on that poisonous lipstick from Batman and Robin, and she asked his D and put him to sleep or whatever. If she has the poison sleep 
slaps lipstick. All she has to do is kiss him once, then. This looks funny. Then <laughs> a yucky, sloppy. Uh, Gross. Yeah. Moving mouth on. Mouth job. So the mouth job. Yeah. That's what they're called. Yep. Yep. So the robot, or the supercomputer, is like, I'm going to turn all the machines against the humans. And uh, we jump back to the hockey practice. Tanya scores on Wild Wing because he's being a cocky douche and also he has broken ribs now. We hear Phil yelling for help. I assumed it was because he stuck his dick in like a CD drive or something. But it's the fax he's machine. He's rubbing it on everything in his office. Like yeah. Uncontrollable. Because he went up to his office after getting kissed and we knew that he was going to just furiously jerk it. But it's the fax machine. It's shooting paper at him. And he's freaking out. Which, albeit, is a scary thing to have right, happen. Right, you get a shitload of paper cuts. Yeah. And then the phone starts chomping at him with its phone flap? It's a fax machine. Is it a fax machine? Yeah. Okay. So, so it, has... oh, it must have just been a copier then. Yeah. Not a fax machine. Or maybe it's both and he has redundancies. But either way, the door is kicked open. Yeah. <laughs> By something with no legs. It, it's the goddamn vending machine, and it's shooting cans at him, which is the only actual threat. Yeah. <laughs> getting, but, like, a real big threat. Yeah, getting bludgeoned to, by, to death by cans is, is uh, probably the worst way to go, but the, luckily the ducks show up and explode everything. The gust of wind after they exploded, though, it lasts for such a long time, and it's so strong. It was, it was all the cans shooting out their carbonation. Oh, okay. Also, Phil has uh, the Mighty Duck symbol... In his floor, like they used tile to make it, which is a nice touch. I like his commitment to the bit. So he goes to hide in a closet, and he leaves the ducks to deal with whatever. Ducks are like, what What could make the machines go berserk? My question is, how did it also give them the ability to walk and stuff? Because they're alive. That's So then the ducks are super murderers, then. Yes. I mean, they're it's alive as, as anything is. I mean... You'd say they're murderers because they killed those electric monsters. Yeah. But they guess that it's Dr. Droid almost immediately. Yeah, well, Nosedive says it can't be them, or can't be him. And immediately, the Dr. Droid takes over all of the TV screens, and he says, It's me, Dr. Droid! And Nosedive looks sheepish. Mallory flips open her watch communicator, and he's there too. He's on the Jumbotron. He's in your Google Glass. He's everywhere. We cut over to a new place? Or the same place? Don't know. But there's two guys on a work dock. Uh, Seemingly the same two guys we see working everywhere. Yeah, they're in orange jumpsuits so they don't get smushed. And then the lady, Trish, comes walking up and throws a switch that I guess is the panic alarm. Her name's Trina. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, And, well, maybe it's Trish and Trina. Maybe the other one is Trish. Uh, But this woman with no identifying... Uh, badges or the proper dress or whatever uh, comes out and says hey this shit's gonna blow up you guys better leave well later uh, Phil says she works at this techno place so perhaps she has been working there okay to cut you know to prepare for them yeah the dudes just do what she says immediately but they don't worry about her in any way well perhaps you know again this is probably a they take they do drills for this for the <laughs> overload so your job is to get out, and they assume she's going to get out as well. you got to have a little faith in the men working at techno tech. Nah. But she was just, it was a ruse. She spooked the, the, the workers out, and now she's going to, I don't know, palm the keyboards until something happens. Dr. Joyd comes rolling out on his shitty R2, or 
his gonk droid body. Gonk droid said his legs, guy. This one's got treads. He looks more like it's more like a treadwell. But he comes rolling out, and he claims that the factory is now his, and now he's gonna build himself a new robot body. He doesn't say that, but seems like that's what he's getting at. Meanwhile, the ducks decided to go drive around in the migrator. Or get lunch while we're out. Well, why wouldn't you? Mallory raises the point of, wouldn't he be able to control the migrator? And that was the cue for the migrator to freak out. Yeah. Showed no signs up until then. But Wildwing loses control in the wild, or in the migrator flips itself. His eyes get so big and freaky looking. <laughs> he's he's a scared. Uh, and then the, the duck cycles go flying out of the back. Like the migrator gave birth. It poops him out. Real good. The ducks are like, oh, they're driving themselves. And then the two motorcycles smash into each other and explode. All right. Resolved. Good thing they didn't ever hit anything or each other while driving those. Yeah. Apparently extraordinarily combustible. Usually automotives and the like are designed to specifically not explode on impact. Yeah. You know, duck technology. Wildwing asks Tanya, what the fuck, man? And she says, I don't know, it's probably radio waves with with the shrug. Is it, that's how radio waves work, sure. I guess? So Wildwing tries the mask upon Tanya's recommendation, and that also isn't working. I don't know what he was hoping to see. The radio waves. Okay. Why, why wouldn't he? Uh, but they're close enough to the mall to hear screaming from the mall. So they, some of them go running, and some of them go to track down the radio waves, whatever that means. And there's an appliance store there that's, like, a, a fridge comes flying out of it. Apparently, not only can machines walk for no reason, they can also fly. And yeah. they hate people. And ducks. Well, ducks are people, too. Uh, Mallory shoots the fridge in the stomach, and it falls over dead. And then she says, oh, looks like the light does stay on with the door closed. Because there's a bunch of light, like an obscene amount of light pouring yeah. out of the back. Like a super sane level of light pouring out of it. Nosedive shoots a toaster. He looks straight down into the camera and says, I never met a toaster I couldn't toast. That toaster is just, like, bouncing down the street, like, towards his face. That w- I think that's what its whole attack was, was to, like, get his beak in the toaster <laughs> to toast it, I guess. Well, if uh, I've learned anything from my mom, it's if you put, like, a fork or something in the toaster, you'll get electrocuted. So maybe Did your that mom the- get electrocuted? No. She always told me to unplug, if my toast gets stuck, unplug it first. Well, yeah, that's that's just good advice. Yeah, so you don't get electrocuted. Yeah. Probably trying to do that. I, I'm surprised it wasn't shooting toast, because, like, the refrigerator was shooting ice, despite being unplugged and not having <laughs> a water source. It had the ice already made. It takes time to make ice. I mean, it was a lot of ice. And generally, in the store, they're not hooked up to a water source. You've never been to Anaheim? You don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> it's the display model, Jake. I don't know anything about refrigerators. Tanya is back on Drake 1. This is apparently the only machine that hasn't been taken over. Well, it's because it doesn't turn on. Because the CPU's been taken. Yeah. Notably so, because the goddamn flap is still open and nobody noticed. It's so easy to get to the main power. Yeah, it's thingy. one. It's one flap. And it pops right out. Duck Orange notices that the uh, security system has been turned off. And they're like, God damn it, Phil. That shitbag turned it off to impress that lady. <laughs> she said, I won't SUD with the security system on, so you turn it off. You don't I get guess. to record it. You can't be showing this to all your duck friends. <laughs> you perv. Gross. So they go up to talk to Phil, and uh, Duck Orange Man handles him with, with just cause. They all could have died. They ask him why they turned it off, and he says, why would I do that? You know, a lie. Duck Orange is like, because, you know, you wanted to get laid 
by that lady. And he's, oh, well, yeah, I might have. I might have done that. And I definitely got laid. A, he refuses to accept that Angel, or Angel, uh, Tr- Trina. Trina? Yes. Trina might have stolen the CPU. Um, and then he lets it slip that she works at Technotech, which is the worst name. He lets it slip because they say, what do you even know about her? And that's all he knows about her. I was fully expecting him to give the, or Phil, to give them her dimensions and like cup size and that sort of thing. Um, but I'm glad they did not go there. Meanwhile, Grin's fighting an ice machine. Yeah. Also full of ice. <laughs> he throws and it at a grill. Yeah. A grill that is just belching fire. Uh, Wild Wings handling a vacuum, much like Daredevil did during the Inferno. And then everybody shows up at once, like, hey, we think Phil's girlfriend did it. And he says, no, couldn't have been her, even though she was the only other person in there. Uh, so they all decide to go to Technotech, which is apparently, yes, the same place that Dr. Joy took over the first time around. Yeah, because Nosedive tells us as such. Then a hairdryer chair from a salon pops out. And, uh, tr- I don't know, menaces them, but then... It's gonna dry them real good. Uh, Mookie and Thrasher pop out with their goo guns, and then they coat it in disgusting yellow. And it stops working, and they're like, oh, it blocked the radio waves. Our goop has awesome powers. <laughs> Gross. Wait, yeah, what, what did they design it for? What is it? Just to get stuff sticky? Yeah, I've apparently got gallons of it, which is gross. Why? If you're gonna make goop, you gotta go for it. I guess. We probably watched this as kids and we were like, I wish I could make slime. <laughs> now that's all kids do. Well, they got YouTube. We didn't have YouTube. Yeah, we just had to know how to do things or wait until they told us in the Nickelodeon magazine. <laughs> Nickelodeon is an expert on slime. It's true. That's why I learned all my stuff was Nickelodeon magazine. Fair enough. I learned all of my facts from Miss Frizzle and The Simpsons. Also Disney Adventures magazine. I think I did get those also, yes. Yeah. So some of the ducks go to uh, Technotech, and some of the others are going to go get more goo. Well, they're getting goo so they can cover the engines and put them in their new um, little cars that Tanya invented. Right. So Tanya and Nosedive, I think, are yeah. and Grin, I guess, are also getting uh, the new toys for sale, on sale now. And we've summed up the scene too quickly. Well, yeah, they're gonna, they're figuring they're figuring out what well, we already know that there's a machine somewhere that's making machines do stuff. Yeah. So we jump over to Technotech. Duck Orange is going to pick the lock of a door, but then Wild Wing says we don't have time to be subtle, which is a bad idea. Yeah, you absolutely have time, and you should take the time. That's how you don't die in a hideous way, but. He blows up a door anyway, and they run into the place where we saw earlier. You know, Phil notices that uh, Trish is being held in a crane arm, and she's wearing a supervillain outfit this time. She seems to be dressed like the Wasp <laughs> in, uh, in the 90s cartoon, I think. She does look a bit like the Wasp, you're right. She definitely has the hair for it. Um, But she's clearly just, like, holding herself there, and she's not in any danger, but... Then other robot arms come out and grab everybody else. Um, so Phil, Mallory, uh, Wildwing, and Duck Orange are all captured and flailing about. <laughs> Their weapons are taken and uh, they all are, you know, fucked. Now what they could have done is just have those robot arms crush them all right here and now. Yes. 
But instead, what we're going to do is a stupid Bond-style murder. Um, all the ducks have been tied up and filled, and they're going to be crushed to death by a pneumatic press. It's very, very large, um, and would definitely squish them real good. Yeah, it's hard to say what exactly Technotech does regularly. Uh, smush things, I guess. They make those YouTube videos of things getting smushed. <laughs> sure, it's why not? It's whole company's job. It's very profitable, I guess. It's fun to watch. Love watching something get smushed. Once saw a video where it had like a wedge shape to its press, and it had two stacks of CDs, and it just pressed down on the CDs, splintering them in half, and it just went flying every which way. It's pretty neat. We should definitely get us one of those. It's too late now. Someone's already made all the videos. Yeah. We've got to find something new. So the other ducks uh, come flying in on their new machines, and they're apparently going to attack the robot uh, with the, the puckered asshole that talks. Yeah, it was really um, just a bad move to leave this thing defenseless that's controlling all the other robots. It was behind a regular-ass door. It yeah. didn't. E- I don't think it was locked even, because they just exploded it out of the way. So, like... They didn't even try to just walk in. Also, Grin is jumping off of Tanya's uh, air speeder thing. Sure. He was on his own before, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, he was. Doesn't matter. So they fly in and they just start shooting and every single shot they take at this machine misses. Um, and Grin jumps off and then a, a, like a forklift tries to attack him. Doesn't go great for him. And then a rivet gun tries to kill him. So I guess this thing isn't defenseless, but just, like, the machine itself is so helpless looking. They also could have set up, like, an actual defense of some sort instead of just whatever was around. Right. They had the time. Yeah, or, yeah, just slap some guns on the machine. Yeah, it doesn't have a single, like, arm even. It looks very breakable. So the the ducks land their their things. I guess uh, nosedives as a go-kart of some sort. But, uh... The machine starts pleading for its life. Um, it's a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> it's like Janet pleading for yeah. her life. But I, I, I knew that reference, but I couldn't remember where to put it. Look at these kids, Eleanor. They're my kids. He's got this is little Jeffrey. He has asthma, but he's fighting it like a champ. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> it's, God, it's so realistic. This one's like, yeah, please don't. Please, how about you don't, please? But then Grin mercilessly kills it by smashing it with his fists. Right in its anus. <laughs> He fists that anus real hard. Yeah. And Mallory pokes around and finds their trip. Yeah, like, except it's Tanya. Yep, sure is. Mallory's about to be squished. Yeah, she is. Um, The ducks could probably roll out of there. Not probably, definitely. Yeah. Um, And on this outdoor floor, they, uh, the bad guys have built a steel ball that apparently will become... Uh, droid dr droid's new robot body yes it's uh, weird ball body i mean it makes sense later but right yeah. now it doesn't make sense yeah it's just a ball um and dr droid needs to have like I, it's so unnecessary because he wants to have like a crane arm pick up his head and put it on his new body when he could have just had trish do that or have that crane pull his head off the body or trina is her name yes Yep. And then, like, I thought it was just animation errors, but uh, Trina seems to be in two places at once. Yeah, I don't know what just happened there. And, uh, like, at that point, Tanya turns off all of the machines that were controlling the machines. So his head is just kind of dangled. And then Dr. Droid yells at them to 
yells at her rather, just do it by hand. And then she flips a switch and it continues working. It was real easy. Yeah. And then uh, Trish also run Trina rather runs over to a preposterously large wheel that uh, I would have to assume is made out of solid metal of some sort. And uh, at this point, there's no fucking way because it's the wheel that's turning the the gears to smush the ducks. Right, but also we don't know this yet in the show, but she's not human. Right, so she shouldn't be able to move it. Is what I'm at. She should have a better shot not being human. When we first watched this, we thought she was just a lady. Yeah, I was very annoyed with it. Also, if it's well oiled, it should move pretty easily. Sure, but it's very very heavy. Right, but she's a robot. Right, but we don't know that yet. Right. So it doesn't matter that we don't know that. We're like, what is this lady's deal? And also, it seems like she's in two places at once, because they didn't establish that there's two of them yet. Oh, yeah, I guess I still just thought that was uh, it being incorrect. Yeah. So they, uh, Dr. Droid's head is sufficiently attached to his body, and Trina gets off him, and he turns into a big spider robot. Yeah, that is not that ball we saw earlier. Yeah. First of all, it's bigger... It uh, has more stuff coming off of it. Yep. It's very... It's much more elaborate. Yeah. But at that point, the other other three ducks come running over, and they shoot at uh, Trina, who's still on the big crank, uh, which was confusing, but the the other ducks haven't been smooshed yet. So she runs over, and she rips a piece of the control board out and hucks it at the ducks. I don't know why... Or what that was supposed to accomplish. I don't know, because there's, like, several of them, so at best you hit one of them. Yeah, but the ducks are free. Tanya and Grin grabbed the remainder, remaining uh, ducks and pulled them out from being smushed. Now there's two Detrinas, and we get to see them in the same place. Modwing notices, you know, Dr. Joy hates humans. There's no way he joined up with them. And then one of them throws a uh, Hudukin at Tanya. Yeah, that's their cue to start being robots. Yeah. It misses. And then the other one turns into the Dragon Zord and shoots finger missiles. Uh, or lasers, I guess, in this instance. Um, and they just start, like, popping guns out of their joints and stuff. Uh, like, oh, we can totally kill these ladies. It's fine. They're robots. Yeah. And so they gun her down. Immediately. <laughs> So the Trinas start cackling. They're like, uh, you're going to get killed by the by the doctor droid. He's a big weird bug now. <laughs> he, he looks like uh, he looks like Ivan Ooze's uh, big <laughs> bugs. Hornator and Scorponok. Nope, yeah. Scorponok was a beast war. Um, Scor- Scorpion something. Yeah, that, yeah. But the other one's Hornator. I'm sure of that. Um... So yeah, Dr. Droid is just out wreaking havoc on the city as a giant robot spider, yelling about how humans are going to do all their shit now, and uh, machines are going to rule the the world, and then the ducks show up and start shooting him with explosive pucks. But they bounce right off his shiny ass. Yeah. I mean, they're not trying abundantly hard. No. Uh, Tanya and Nosedive come over with their new toys now for sale. And uh, also no good. Tanya gets smacked out of the air by a laser blast. Um, and they're like, hey, nothing's working. <laughs> Fucking nosedive falls in a giant hole. Someone's always falling in a crater that someone's blasted in the in the ground. 
That's a pretty standard kids cartoon thing. Right, yeah, I know. I mean, Team Rocket pulled that shit like, I don't know, a thousand times. Never seen anyone fall in a crater ever in real life. <laughs> Not people, once. People are generally more observant. So Wild Wing asks Tanya, hey, how, what do we do here? And she says, I don't know, I'm out of ideas. Nosedive says, what if we freeze it? And Duck Orange is like, that's a dumb idea. But Tanya says, no, it's actually smart. Metal gets brittle when you freeze it. And I, I guess Dr. Droid, a man who's a robot, didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, so they get their freeze pucks out and they shoot him in the tum-tum. And also, I don't know if you've noticed, there's a little smiley face on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> but they shoot him in the in the, the abdomen and then they shoot it with regular explodey pucks. And then Tanya shoots more explodey pucks in there. Uh, timed explodey pucks, though. Sure. So he doesn't know he's going to explode or something. <laughs> but it was real easy. Yeah. Well, they were running out of time. It's only a 20-minute episode. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But uh, the whole spider body does explode. And for a second, I, you know, with all of the just relentless murder of robots in this episode, I thought they were just going to kill him off for reals this time. Nope. Turns out, like, there's a big explosion and the entire body is gone, but Dr. Droid's head goes a-flying away, this time without thrusters. Yeah, it's just exploded off. You know, he'll be fine, I'm sure. He'll be back in season two. We cut back to uh, the Ducknodrome, and Phil is lamenting the loss of Trina, and how- The first and only woman he's ever made love to. Yeah. She was programmed to let him touch her tits, and all the ducks are like, so that, was, that wasn't that was real. That was totally fake. She wasn't even a real human. Definitely not in love with you. Synthesoid flesh feels like regular flesh. Sure what does. Care about? Um, and also, she would have killed you eventually. She wanted to real bad. It feels like, yeah, but it's sexy to be dangerous. And... It's a sexy, dangerous robot. Yeah, and Phil just wanted to bang that robot again one more time. And that's how it ends. So Ducks probably had to stop him from dragging those two <laughs> half-blown-up robot corpses back on their car. <laughs> he only needed the head. Or the lower half. <laughs> that's how it ends. Weird. Yeah. Confusing and upsetting. Not, not enough cartoons end with... Uh, Ambiguous like, sexual innuendo? Yeah, a character lamenting not getting to have sex again. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> weird. So, Jake. Yes. What was the most turtle-rific part? The most turtle-rific part was that that robot talked out of its anus. <laughs> <laughs> not the lady robot. The stationary one. Yeah. <laughs> with Tigger's voice. With, with the geodesic dome on its brain. Or on yeah. its head. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just give it, like, a digital mouth. Or an eyeball or something. Instead of just a quivering butthole. I think it was supposed to be an eye, but it just looked like a butthole. I don't... Yeah, it didn't look like an eye at all. No, it didn't. I I don't know what was going on there. What about you? Um, I think it was pretty turtle-rific that... I don't know, I guess uh, every machine, given the opportunity, wants to just murder humanity. That's true. Just the second someone gives a machine to go ahead. It, apparently, everything that ex- every machine that exists has the ability to fly and attack at a moment's notice. And murder. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? Um, I'm gonna give it to Phil for getting it in. <laughs> Gross. He, he he accomplished what he set out to do in the beginning. 
and that was get it wet. Yuck. Uh-huh. He put his DC in her AC. Yeah. I'm glad this is almost over because I'm running out of really yucky ways to, <laughs> s- to say things. I mean, really yucky things that aren't, like, incredibly vulgar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a family podcast, after yeah. all. Cunt. Um... <laughs> Uh, so I think I'm gonna give it to Trina, even though I couldn't remember her name, because she got her job done. Yeah, she took well, one she for the team. She had an easier job. There were two of her. Yeah, I guess that's fair. We didn't know that, and then they didn't really address it until <laughs> until they were dead. Until after the animation error happened, They're like, oh, there's two of them. Yep, <laughs> definitely had that planned the whole time. Wink. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> uh, and she had cool built-in robot weapons, which was neat. Like she could throw a Hadouken for some reason and then have robot guns. You keep guns. using that word as if I know what it means. It's from Street Fighter. It's where you oh, throw a okay. fireball. Great. Hadouken! Placky would have gotten it. Uh, well, if you'd like to replace me with Placky, I'll stay home on Sundays. <laughs> uh, so what'd you do for Pop Culture Pile Cleanse? Well, Sky, um, so I watched my first studio... Uh, Ghibli movie ever. Oh, yeah? Was yeah. it Spirited Away? No, it was Totoro. Was it Princess Mononoke? It was My Neighbor Totoro. Is that the big fat it's rabbit? cat. He's a cat. I or, thought it was a rabbit. Well, he's technically a wood spirit, so I think mm. he's all of those things. He's got an umbrella? Uh, not at first, but he makes friends with little girls who uh, he steals their umbrella. Sure. Is that the one with Cat Bus? Yes. There's okay. a Cat Bus, and uh, it, was, it was good. It's a good looking movie. I enjoyed it. A lot of that animation is done by hand, which is impressive. Yeah. Um, Our plan is to watch the rest of them at some point. Um, Katie was just flipping through HBO Max before we cancel it uh, (laughs) tomorrow. Sure. And she was like, let's watch this. So we did. It was pretty good. I tried to watch Howl's Moving Castle once and didn't get through it. Princess Mononoke is good, but it also makes me feel weird. Like, it's dark. Well, I don't. I haven't watched any of the other ones, so I don't know. Yeah, one of them has a pig that flies a plane, and I'm excited for that. Princess Mononoke has a pig that's angry, <laughs> and also possessed by a demon spirit or something. Well, this one was just a sweet little uh, couple little girls who have to move because their mom is sick, and then mm. then there's a a big forest spirit that's that giant cat who. Uh, in this dub, it, Frank Welker is the voice. Yeah. It's, it's just the roar of every animal you've ever heard in a sure. Disney thing. <laughs> that tracks. Because Totoro roars when he does anything, and it's, it's really kind of funny. There's <laughs> a big, dumb, blank stare in his face and a big roar. <laughs> Meow. That's what the cat bus says. Oh, okay. My mistake. Literally, that's what the, the cat bus says. Meow. Like that. Why wouldn't it? Um... Yeah, we watched, and also we watched Monsters Incorporated, which I had not seen in a very long time. There were a few things that happened in it, and I was like, I don't remember any of this part. Um, I have not seen it. Ever? Ever. Well, you wouldn't like it, because it's good. And not, like, a weird thing that you would like. <laughs> it's just a good story about uh, some monsters doing some hijinks. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about it. I liked it. Uh... I'll probably wait another 15 to 16 years to watch it again. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. How I, about you, Sky? Honestly, I did not do a lot this week. He just sits and stares off into space when he's not at work or recording this. Yeah. 
He just stares and tries not to cry. <laughs> Keyword there. Yeah, try. Um, I, I had a bunch of uh, gaming sessions this week, and it was fun. Uh, I also, for two weeks in a row, had my coworker call off, so I had to do everything on a Friday again. That was great. You're just a sissy who won't call off. Yeah. Coward. How about that? Or I just, like, do the job I get paid to do and show up every day. What what an asshole I am. I didn't uh, call you an asshole. I called you a coward. <laughs> sure. Um, and a friend uh, came out uh, the other day, or, you know, came out to uh, us as, uh, as trans, which is good for her. Uh, I don't know how out they are, so I don't want to give too much away but uh you know congratulations i'm glad you're finally able to be yourself and is this someone i know and i'm just completely out of the loop uh you, you're, you're you've at, met them yes okay just your ad made me i didn't know if it, it doesn't matter <laughs> i just wanted to make sure i was not paying attention sure. to someone in, that i see every day right or something nah. uh yeah you know congratulations um it's uh probably quite a relief to be able to be yourself finally so yeah, I I really haven't done anything this week. It was just kind of a blah week. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, so that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You were going to talk before me. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. I was waiting to say that, and you paused, so I went to say it. I was like, that's not where I say it. <laughs> Also, I was trying to figure out what Amazon was trying to tell me on my phone, so oh. I was confused. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. And stay frosty. Bye. Bye. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream, make him the cutest that I've ever seen. I don't know the rest of the words, the nights are over, Mr. Sandman. (laughs) There's probably more words, but I do not know what they are.